The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by Mullen Labe Cigars. Every man dies, not every man really lives. It's a movie line. It's the fundamental principle by which this premium, organic, small batch cigars are made. Their tobacco has a 200-year-old generational line and is grown in soil free from GMOs, fertilizers, and pesticides. Mullen Labe Cigars are produced in small batches, and when they are gone, they're gone. Their work is marked by an outpouring of skill and pride. The result is a cigar that defines the luxury smoking experience one worthy of your finest moments. Celebrate your biggest victories with Maolave Cigars. Shop today at M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel. Maolave Cigars, don't wait to experience something great. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Play him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Go. Monday, boys and girls, what is up? Welcome in to another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapin, Matt Perot, live on YouTube, live on Twitter, replay on the Sports Grid Network. And we are going to recap and talk to our friend Jeffrey Benson from Circus Sports here in about 30 minutes about Bet Bash. Everyone ablaze and a buzz. Dave, about your panel mm. being called the panel not a panel the panel like the ohio state like the ohio state how are you in this monday good man fired up we got a lot of things we got to mention um i got a couple shout outs right off the top if you don't mind we got you know we met a bunch of people this weekend we signed up some people for the brigade proxy service which again uh 702-570 talk text the number Somehow, magically, uh, Matt and I appear, sign you up for the contest, and you're good to go. Like but, I love Genie, like yeah, just like bam, <laughs> those guys are here. Holy cow, you guys are on TV. Yes, every day, Monday through Friday, around 10:15-ish Pacific, 1:15-ish Eastern, and you guys in the Central Time Zone, you're you're on your own. Work out the math. <laughs> All right, but first off, top order of business. Lucan and the VFW Mambas, shout out to them for showing up, winning every game, covering a spread every game. They won their tournament. Kids from California won their youth basketball tournament. Oh. And Papa Geoda Wap signed up for the contest. So we got a him in between games, sign up for the contest. And then I went out and watched the boys play. I was impressed. Those boys can pass the ball. They move the ball nice. They were blowing teams out. It was a lot of fun. Mm. It really was. Mm. Um, So shout out to them. I also want to shout out Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze, Ryan P., my man, he's an audio-only listener of the show. He listens to us every day from – Rural Indiana, another Indiana person. We're 
P-Roll, I cannot believe how many people from Indiana we have watching and listening to the show. So awesome. it's just great. It was great to meet him. He showed up in a Purdue jersey. I who said, do we, who do we know in Buffalo? Who do we know in Buffalo? We know Man. some people in Buffalo. Why? It's just got a brigade proxy text. Sign me up from Buffalo. Sign me up. That's all it said. It's all it said. It sign me up, but it's in sounded Buffalo. like my other guy last night, Mister McNasty. <laughs> Said, I'm here. I'm interested in the proxy service. Are you in Vegas? Yes, I'm at the circuit right now. What time is it? 1130. Okay. <laughs> we'll be there in 20 minutes. Another guy that we signed up mm. was our friend Zade H. Uh, Zade Hussein, who came on the show, killed it with his UFC bet. He was in town for Bet Bash. Z signed up for the contest. He's going to be known as Vegas Z. That's what his Cousins gave him that nickname and it stuck because he knew about gambling and he's in Chicago. But in back in the day, Vegas was the only place you could do it. So he's Vegas Z, cousin Wally, Papa Kermit, and everybody else. Everybody got nicknames in that family too. It was great to spend some time with Z. Got him signed up. Dude, we're rolling. We're, the, things are happening. Yeah, so it, 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 it's a good thing. It's a good thing. So if my mic sounds different today, it's because I moved to my entire room around. I got to fix it for tomorrow's show. It's driving me crazy. So I, I just, I'm the audio guy in this show and my, my audio is not perfect. I get very upset. So oh. if I sound a bit different today, that's why I'll fix it for tomorrow. We'll get it a little more. It was a very productive. Dave was over here. He saw the house. It was blown apart. <laughs> we did a lot of things on Sunday, moving rooms around and, it was a lot yesterday, so the house is still not full, but fully put back together again. But I had to redo this room for football season because I got a lot of things going on. I need two different studio sets. I need this shot. I need All a right. different shot for the juice. I need to spin things around. So it's you know it's kind of like over here, kinda, over it's there. It's kind of like my grandfather in a way. Like my grandfather could have stayed out of the operating room, but they said, "Look, if you go in there and if you get the bypass surgery, you could add ten years onto your life." But then they went in there and they screwed around and he, you know, he passed away on the table because the doctors just said, we shouldn't have got in there. We shouldn't have played around with it. He was fine. His body just couldn't take the surgery. Right. Hopefully this room could take the surgery. I don't know. It's not. Well, I mean, we we'll can see. take it. We're here. And yeah. we're on. sound fine enough today. But when you go back and watch the show oh. and listen to it, you're not going to be happy with it because you're an Me. audio on me <laughs> fiend so it's me. It's me. you'll be I'll like oh, you know what i did sound different i don't like that i'll fix it i'll fix it for tomorrow That's all right so at the top we're already getting i'm getting dms from people saying can you and dave address bet bash can you and dave address the panel that dave was on and what happened between rob pizzola and darren rovell i just want to say one quick thing i tweeted this over the weekend but i want to say it here on the show as well like i have a lot of respect for darren rovell I have no problem with Darren Rovell. I have known Darren for a long time. We're the same age. I started interviewing him in 2003 when he was doing sports business way before he ever went to ESPN. So my relationship with him predates any of the stuff that people get all bent out of shape about. And maybe I'm biased. Maybe I'm not the right person to have an opinion on what went down between Rob Pozzola and Darren Rovell. But I didn't think Darren got owned by anyone. I thought the idea of like people saying that watching Rob Pozzola drag Darren Rovell was the highlight of my week. I, I know you were extremely uncomfortable because everyone was texting and DMing me going, Dave looks like he wants to crawl under a rock right now. But I wasn't uncomfortable at all. Let's really let's, let's clear the record. No. OK, good to know. I was I was fine. Um, and I read Rufus's uh, 
you know, blow by blow account. I don't think it was accurate. I didn't. I, I mean, I was sitting on the panel, so I may have had a different view, but it reminded me that you need to experience everything for yourself. It was a good thing you were there. You were around a bunch of people and a bunch of people were around you, which was good. Um, I didn't think Darren got roasted at all. I thought Darren held his own. I didn't, it turned into an uncomfortable thing for me because it became about Darren and an attack on the action network for Agreed. about 15 minutes. Agreed. Which I thought was complete nonsense. Um, I thought Fazola talked a lot. I thought Fezzik was Fezzik. in and out of being Fezzik. <laughs> I thought Jeffrey didn't get enough in, but when he did get oh my, in, I thought he used them nicely. I thought Jeffrey's comic. 28 or however old he is and had a different perspective. I mean, other than Fezzik, I was the oldest guy up there. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to say much. I thought it was all being said right there. I just found it to be. Can I say something that might make you uncomfortable? I yeah. don't mean to. I don't mean to start wars. And I try very hard, as we all know. Like I try very hard to to to, to listen to this. Yeah. But Rob going after the Action Network the way that he did. Yep. And I said it to Darren afterwards. So I'm gonna say it publicly. I'm gonna say Rob does content to convince people to bet on mini golf. Like, yeah. what are we doing? Like, what are you doing standing up there and talking about any, cause there are friends of ours and friends of mine who work for the action network. I worked for the action network. I was one of the first round of employees for the action network back when they hired on because they took over rivals people and they wanted to create a community that they no longer wanted to do. They pivoted about a year in and went different directions, but like I still have friends. Stucky works there. He's on the show all the time. Raheem yeah. Palmer's on this show yeah. all the time. Like these are friends of ours. Yeah. And he basically said, if you work for the Action Network, you're a tout, you're a shill, and you're a liar. And I just was like, can we all admit that living in a glass house can be real careful about the the stones you're throwing at people because the world golf, whatever the fuck that is, that you're telling people to bet on for mini golf. And you're going to call Darren out because why he tracks his bets. And there, there's some bet. you was trying to make the point that like the bet tracking app for the action network can be manipulated by people to not actually properly track the wagers being made by the people who work for the action network. And I kept on saying in my head to myself, who the fuck cares? Well, like, wh- what do we do? Like who everybody can- is trying to prove that they're the smartest guy in the room. But you're the police. Guy. Like you're you're the guy who's supposed to. He's, he kept on saying like gambling is dangerous. Gambling is dangerous. Yeah, yeah. it's dangerous. And you're advocating betting on mini golf. So like, is what are drinking. we talking about? So is drinking. You are you are you the guy to tell everybody you shouldn't drink? Are you the guy to tell everybody you should drink responsibly? Or are you going to let grown ups make grown up decisions? Amen. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's anybody's place to tell. I mean, gambling is dangerous. Driving a car is dangerous. Agreed. Okay. I mean, eating bad food is dangerous. Smoking is dangerous. We could we could come up with a lot of dangerous things in life. And yeah, we're supposed to tell them. And then, you know, to listen to Pozzola's story, I mean, he lost for the first 10 years of his gambling life, mm. but now he doesn't lose. Great, Rob. Tell them how you don't lose anymore, but tell them to beware 
that there are people that are going to make you loose because they're going to lie to you and tell you stuff. That's fine. The fact that the bet tracking apps are mostly, sorry, Will, bullshit. They can be changed. You can give lines that don't exist. All of that happens. There's handicappers that give out both sides of a game. That happens too. Has been happening since the beginning of time. I don't, I don't know. know. It like, felt jealousy. It felt like a whole lot of jealousy to me. It felt like a whole lot of crying and 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 inventing in some dark corner of of gambling Twitter that like ten people care about. And I just I felt like it was a waste of time to to have. And and, and I thought Darren Harris handled himself appropriately when he was being attacked, going like what like what are we doing here? Like like you're coming after me because I'm I'm up here as a representative of the Action Network, and you can talk about all the bad things that go on. But the Action Network, they're not responsible for everything that's bad in the content space. Well, to present themselves as CNBC and be doing that, that's the problem. When you present yourself as an authority, as a proven, this is, you know, you we're the news source for it all. Right. And then, you know, not being that. I think that has to be sometimes recognized. There's, you know, things going on, but that, they're not the only ones to do that. They're not the only ones that are saying that. That's why, you know, I think the show, this show has a lot of value because there's no, again, sorry, Will, there's no bullshit here. Mm -hmm. Like you can come on our show and talk about whatever you want to talk about. You got to get past me and you to get on the show and we're going to, we're very protective of each other, the show, and our audience. Yeah, I don't know. You know? I, I just I I have a really hard time with the gatekeeping that goes on for people that want to be considered the sharpest of the sharp, and just that you know that's their brand and that's their you know we look. I, I mean, we know them all. They're they're all they're friends of ours. I'm not trying to knock on anybody who's out there. I just feel like there's a lot of people in the space when it gets to be that in that room, and there's those people around. Where all of a sudden it's like this peacocking going on about like who's doing what and like what my record is and who I'm like downplaying on certain things that go on in the industry. And I'm like, guys, the vast majority of people, and a, and a guy actually walked up and said this to Rob, and, and, and he didn't hear him, but he, he said, you know, Rob, we need the squares because if they don't lose, there's nothing for us to win. And it's a good point. Right. <laughs> You know, there has to be losers in sports betting or there is no sports betting. And so that's got to be so like to go up there and like trying to make people feel like they shouldn't be out there doing these. And, and frankly, it's why the same game parlay stuff and people who are involved in this saying, like, I love the same game parlay stuff. Everyone should do it. It brings more liquid to the market. It lets me get down $10,000 on a game. It lets me get down whenever I need to get down. Not me, obviously, but like other people. So I, I don't know. It, it's just it's one of those things where as it's starting to feel a lot like radio and how radio used to be. And there, whenever you had a radio convention, there was always people that talked about their market size and their cum, meaning their, their, their right. audience. Mm -hmm. And that's how all the justification, like that's how the pecking order began is who considered themselves to be the best was based on metrics that didn't really account for other things. Yeah. And a lot of it being lies because Arbitron and Nielsen and everything is a bunch of lies. It's been that way forever. And anyone who right. knows tracking of stats and information from the audio and video world, you know what I'm talking about, about, about Nielsen and, uh, and, and, and Arbitron at the time. So 
I was like, this is turning much into like the media space is now completely infiltrating and like the disease, the cancer of media is taking over the gambling space. Oh, it's, it's painful. There's, there's a lot of guys that are trying to get in it and they're going to be disappointed. They can make more money gambling. Right. They're, 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 they're a hundred percent going to be disappointed because you're good at picking games. Doesn't mean you're going to be good at sports gambling media. And you really better be good at picking games because once you're not, if you can't talk or entertain, they have no use for you. So if that's, that's what your goal is, good luck. Now, I, you're talking about the Arbitron and the numbers. I've learned so much about the media business <laughs> through your experiences. <laughs> and I'm the first guy to say something in these meetings like, what are you talking about these numbers? What do you care? What do you care about the numbers? What about the content? The content is like the last least important part of a lot of these discussions. Mm -hmm. Whereas to me and you as the content guys, it's It's the the most important important thing. So, so that's where a lot of the pushback and the uh, breakdown in communication happens. And we're at a conference where I love that term peacocking because everybody's looking to spread their wings and tell everybody, look at me. I get the EV. I'm the guy, you know, forget the CLV. I got it all. I mean, people are getting, people are being introduced to me as, oh, he's an MMA originator. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is where, where do you get the card that says I'm an MMA originator? Like, <laughs> I don't care how good you are. You might be great. It's just, the, these are the things that I've always back in 2018 and 2019, when I, when I, when I, first started to really dive, dive head deep into all this and make this my full-time profession of gambling content. I remember listening to all these different people and that was always the type of intros to the podcasts or the videos that I always used to read and hear and see. And I was like, does anybody really care? I don't think anybody really cares about all of this. Like it's important to you. Maybe, maybe it makes you feel better about yourself. You can you know, run around and say these things, but ultimately this is like your own fantasy football team. Nobody cares about your wins and losses, really. Like, no one cares about your bankroll, really. It's yours. It's a big deal to you, but not to anybody else. It's a way to maybe justify the spot. Like, if you win the circuit contest this year, you may end up with an opportunity to do media. You may not. But you shouldn't. Just for winning that shouldn't make you a content creator. Well, like, can you talk? If you want to be cre- a content you- creator. <laughs> You now have that door open. If you wanted to be, I guess. I mean, Billy Walters is the best ever. Billy Walters was fascinating to listen to. Could you imagine that being a podcast every week? No. Oh, my God. Like you could listen to it. Billy was soft-spoken, quiet. Billy broken. looked I mean, like he's had a rough couple of years. It, Billy had no part. I mean, it was. A, I was laughing. I was like, because the, the greatest gambler in the world could have the biggest podcast in the world if he wanted to. And then I realized, I was like, yeah, no one will listen to this. <laughs> like this was great for the room that we were in because we were all fixated, but like on a mass marketing scale, no. And now I got it. I was like, why didn't Billy Walters do media? Aha. Now I understand why. He probably doesn't need to do it either. Anyway, I, I forget who someone asked, and I answered the question about that. I said, so they, they said, why don't more they kept using that sharp square yeah, stuff, right. which I yeah. absolutely hate. But somebody said that. And I said, because they're not good at it. They're not good at the media. They shouldn't be. 
Because one, that will take away from their edge and them being so sharp in books, embedding. But two, I think about being in college. The best professor you had, the best class you had, think about your most favorite class. Was that guy up there telling you there's only one way to do it and he's mm. his way was the only way? Or was it someone who actually related to you and talked to you and made you think and you could go to them and have a discussion? Like, that's what I'm trying to do every day. I've done just, the master's class. Yeah. I've done the PhD class and right. all of this stuff. And I'm still trying to learn every day. While we were sitting there watching Billy and Spanky, you know, when that, that stuff, goes belly, go belly up. The, the, the phone's buzzing in my pocket. Yeah. I'm trying to be respectful because I'm in the first row watching them. And they could probably hear my phone because it's going. And I finally pull it out of my pocket and I'm alerted with at least five or six texts. Did you hear about Wimbet? What happened to Wimbet? What about the boys? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what in the hell is going on? And I'm sitting next to Darren and I'm like, I show him the thing. And he's like, I said, I don't know anything yet. So we'll get to that later. That's in the yeah. rundown. But but it's it's a point that I, I think it's accurate to make that you and I, this is, you guys are going to get the Dave and Matt off the air conversation now because this is what we get. This is what we talk about all the time. Yeah. That at the end of the day, the content has to be good. It doesn't matter what your picks are. It doesn't matter what your record right. is. It doesn't matter what your bankroll is. Well, is it fun? Is it relatable? Do people like it? It, it? That's media. Gambling media, the biggest mistake gambling media made coming into the space is that they forgot the fundamental principles of why people watch stuff. They want to be entertained. Yes. They want to watch something that's going to be fun. And if you aren't fun, if you aren't entertaining and informative, and all you're doing is, well, I gave out four winners last week. Why didn't I get like 15,000 more subscribers? It's because the audience isn't reacting to you. The audience don't doesn't look at YouTube. Look at the things that do well on YouTube and try to figure out how your content can get into that type of sphere. And I'm not saying doing crazy things. I'm not saying play the sex card. I'm saying do quality content. Do things that people like. Do things that people are going to want to be a part of. The community yeah. that we're trying to build with the brigade, this is what we want. We want to be with like-minded people who like what we like. And hopefully when we have fun, you guys are having fun. That's our goal. That's If you say, what's the mission statement for the brigade or for BVB? That's it. Is that we want to be entertaining, informative, and have fun with you guys. And for the last year and a half, I think we've done a pretty good job of that. And now we're going to do better and bigger and more fun things. But... You know, that's what we do. I'm not saying everybody has to do what we do, but at the end of the day, content is good or it's not. And the record really doesn't matter. It won't. It, it's a short term solution or a short term fix. And as soon as you not hot or your record goes back to average or you run out of things to say, they're going to move on to something else. I mean, I've seen it. People asked a lot over the weekend, what do you consume, Dave? Like, what do you listen to? What do you watch? I said, guys, I'm so busy. I don't really listen to anything right now. Mm -hmm. I said, I, I, I do enough. Um, you know, Matt and I really are working on so many things right now. I watch games and I do content. I talk to people in different books all the time. I talk to different people in different countries and different places about different things. That's it. My content 
consumption is usually talking on the phone um, and right now and having meetings. So I don't know what people is popular or not. Me and you show up and do the show. We communicate all the time. We do text. I mean, we sat down for an hour yesterday with Maddie. Maddie was giving us ideas. <laughs> We're like, you know, we listen to the kids. We, we, we have, we have different ideas that come from a passing conversation, mm-hmm. you know? So you're right. But you've said this since we met. When you said to me, wait, who are you? When I walked into the studio and I go, I'm the guy in the book. And you're like, yeah, so and I was like, oh, all right, you're that guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I uh-huh. said, when I said, you, I listened to you talk to Symbol and you're like, yeah, he gives me this and that. And I said, well, he don't know nothing either. So he's not, if he ain't there, who are you going to talk to? Me. Well, we better figure this out. And then boom. But we graduated from that to this. And we're still going. And we're but you were this fun. Way. I mean, I, I remember the first couple of times you were on the air with me is that you knew how to talk. You knew how to banter. You knew how to go back and forth. You got to be able to play tennis. If you can't play tennis, if I lob it to you, you got to hit me. If I give you a softball, you got to slam it. If I give you a hard one coming back, you got to hit it as hard back at me. Like it, it has to be some give and take. And you got that right from the beginning. I was like, all right, this guy can go. Like, uh, this is going to be fun. I knew from the early on that we were going to have fun segments going back yeah. and forth because you quickly realized I don't take myself too seriously when it comes to my betting. You knew I, I can make fun of myself and say, I suck at this and I suck at that. And, you know, you'd be like, oh, no, man, this is not good. You're going down this road again. What are you doing? Like you do here on this show. It's like you're going to bet the Texans. Okay, I'm fading it. <laughs> like the, those are the fun things that we can do here. And we did it on the radio as well. And I, I think for the kids that come up to us, and there are a lot of kids who are there who are trying to break into the business, who are trying to find a way to, you know, do either what we're doing or go beyond. My advice always to them is just do the work. Just find who you are, find your yep. voice. And you don't find your voice you know, right away. It takes years to find who you want to be and who you are really as a personality. So you know, I think people who are eyeballing the space or trying to figure out what the space is going to be like in the next five years, there's going to be, yes, there's always going to be the fringe charlatans and the TikTokers and the, the the YouTubers out there that are trying to rip people off. But I think the shows that are going to be established, they're going to be ones that are honest and that talk about it truthfully and give you guys something to consume and think about. And it's fun. It's entertainment. It's good. It's good content. Whether it's gambling content or not, at the end of the day, Whoa. if you don't do a good show, you're not going to be around. Always forward, never straight. That's the way we're going. And that's the way life is. I think the show mirrors life so much because, mm. you know, we're both girl dads. Mm. You know, I'm still married. You've gone through a pretty crazy divorce. You know, we're trying to stay alive, working out, eating right starting side hustles, doing that, trying to figure out how to work with other people, how to bring people into our world, have them on the show, be a part of this. We know, can we announce today that we're doing the remote shows in at the Circa? I was waiting for Jeffrey to come on to make it because Benson's going to be by here in like five minutes, but why not? Okay. Yes, we're going to be live at Circa Thursday, Friday, <laughs> 11 to 1, August 24th, 25th, we'll be live. Yes. In two weeks, we'll be live once again. Now, 
the reason, if you asked, if you're, if you're asking us, why didn't we say this earlier? Well, because they had told us in the beginning that it was going to be a closed to the public event that you would have to have been a person who was going to be in the contest only to get in. The in. Contest to get so we, we said there was no point in making the announcement because we'll just say, Hey, we're at circa Thursday, Friday on the Monday of, because most people who, if you're coming in for circa million weekend, awesome. Come sign up with, with the brigade proxy service. Right but the vast majority of you aren't going to be in the contest. So we didn't want to like, you know, say, Hey, come see us. And then you couldn't see us. Well, we, we were hesitant because the last time we did this and we were out at the pool, we told everybody we had about three weeks, almost a month to push it. And y'all came and recognized. Yeah. So yeah. we were like, Geez, we might tell people about the show and they're going to get mad at us because they're not going to let them in because it wasn't open to the public. But then I found out over the weekend that we are open to the public and the people can come. If you'd like to show, if you'd like, as well as sign up for the contest, we'll be signing people up. We're signing people up every day between now and that kickoff of the season. So you can come. There may be a hat waiting for you. If you come that weekend, I'm going to talk to P roll after the show, but you will get, a hat if you come to the show. Oh, working on it, working on it. We're might be a basic hat, it might not be the custom hat. We got to talk to the hat guy, but I'm thinking if you come to the show and you want a BVB hat, we'll, we'll figure out how to get that exactly done. But we'll have it made, ready to go. Come see the show, you'll get a hat. Oh, like that? Yeah. Oh, okay. In Let's person handoff. Right. Nice. Yeah. Just I'm in. Go like this. You remember when you when you played <laughs> I played running back or uh -huh. I played quarterback? They said running back, elbow, this one here. If you if the quarterback's over here, put that elbow up, tuck that ball in between, I'll give you the hat, take <laughs> off and run. Or stay and watch the show. Either way. That too. Uh before we get to Benson, we'll run through a couple of stories. Benson here. might be audio only. Uh oh. So we're gonna have to keep up the screen. You tell me this now. What? I need to get a picture. I, I need to get a uh, yeah, picture yeah, of Benson. Get a picture. Get a picture of Benson, if you can, front right from his Twitter handle, if you'd like. He's in the meet. He got pulled into something. I got right. the text. I got pulled into something. Can we move it to eleven? And I might be audio only, because I I said Jeffrey, it's no problem. We want you on to talk about Bed Bash and Circa Sports and the contest. So, yes, if you can pull a picture quickly while we're talking, Vinny Konowitzki said, you better let Sydney and Angie know you're coming. Um, they are going to be outside. I think we're not going to be outside. Correct. We're They're be at Stadium Swim, so we will not right. be there. We will not be there. But I will go to Stadium Swim to see if they can come down and say hello to the brigade. And, 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 and we're we're going to do this on the fly, folks, because we'll see what this looks like. Nope, that's too big. Okay, we can't What do you that. mean? That's, that's great. What do you mean? It's gigantic. It'll be the third box. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? It's if you make big. that the third box, no, it's, it's too, too big. big. Why? Too big. We're going to be small. He's going to be big. Uh, I don't think that works like that, unfortunately, but let me see. If what I about his it. profile picture on the Twitter? Um, can you take I, that? I might be able to take this one. Might be smaller. Hold on. Let's see if Let's I can see what you got. This is great. Play. We're playing picture <laughs> time with Jeffrey Benson. Because <laughs> I think I, Jeffrey's I can here. tell you right now that picture looked great. On I know, look, but it's enormous. It takes up the entire thing. 
So what? You're going to put it in a third box. So what? All right. Let's see how we can do this. Because uh, because Jeffrey's here. Let's see if we can add Jeffrey Benton to us. Jeffrey, are you here? What's going on, gentlemen? He is here. Okay. Hold on one Notice second. Picture I'm, up there. Come I'm going to try to play this around. Look at that. And see if that's hold on. perfect. Look at the guy in the tux. <laughs> it's perfect. Kind of. Hold on. Where was well, spanky? Where are you? Spanky required black tie attire, boys. So I had to. I had to go f- full on out. Well, there we go. There perfect. Go. All right. We got that going. All right, my friend. We fixed it. What's up? How are you? Thanks for joining the show. We appreciate it. Not too bad. Uh, you know, Dave and I are still living on the high of uh, the panel as. Uh, x or, or the twitter sphere is calling um but yeah still uh still coming down from the high uh obviously a busy week with uh with that bash and now we uh kind of turn our attention to football and you know getting ready for the season to start jeffrey you have to review it for the people we got a full crowd of people in here everybody saw the tweets everybody heard snippets everybody heard rufus's play-by-play account on unabated um what was your impression one of the week? Because I mean, I was down there every night. Um, there were panels all day and, you know, things, people around the book, scavenger hunts. Then you got dressed up and you inducted people into a sports gambling hall of fame in a black tie affair. Are you still like I'm half asleep. That was one of the longest weeks I've had in a while. And I don't work there. How was the week for you? What did you think of the bet bash and, and of course the panel? Yeah, I mean, it was fantastic. Um, you know, obviously this is year two, uh, in terms of working with, uh, with Spanky and his team and, you know, to see it kind of double in size and be able to really do a lot of, uh, you know, the events over at Circa and the new ballroom space and things like that, and really be able to grow into it. Certainly exciting. Um, you know, obviously for me, it wasn't really a vacation. Obviously I still got to work and stuff. Mm. So, um, you know, having people come up and, you know, wanting to take meetings and things like that, you know, just, <laughs> figuring out how to manage my time, uh, as best as possible and, you know, uh, make myself available to as many people as possible. So I thought it was a fantastic week. You know, I, uh, I was happy to get to, to Saturday and Sunday and get a little bit of sleep. Um, you know, cause, yeah. cause some of those nights are long and, uh, obviously the days are long as well, but, you know, I think for me, you know, kind of growing up and, you know, you guys can probably speak to it as well. You know, when you think about gambling, um, you know, the first name that comes to mind is Billy Walters. And, you know, obviously he kind of peeled back the curtains, uh, you know, in that uh, 60 minutes interview, you know, say probably 12, 13 years ago. Um, but I think obviously when you talk about the sports gambling world, you know, it's, it's, it's the mystery and the, the lore that, you know, he carries with the amount of money that he was able to, you know, bet and, and, the influence that he had on the market. So obviously for him to be the headliner of the inaugural, uh, you know, sports gambling hall of fame class and, you know, to have him participate in the festivities of the weekend, um, you know, was something really cool for me, um, you know, to be able to do that, you know, within the circus sports sports book and, and on our properties was obviously cool to be, uh, you know, attached to as well. Um, and then obviously, you know, certainly enjoyed the panels, um, you know, Obviously, as much as I enjoyed my panel, um, I thought there was obviously, you know, two other great panels plus the interview with Billy. So overall, I'd say it was a fantastic uh, weekend. Um, and we're obviously certainly looking forward to Bet Bash for next year. But 
seems like Spanky continues to outdo himself every year and he's turned into quite the party planner. Jeffrey, you said something on the panel that I want to bring up and and address here because I found it to be fascinating when the panel's purpose was, you know, gambling Twitter, can we all get along? And your answer was no. I don't want to get along with everyone. Can you expand on that a little bit as to what you mean by that? Because I agree with you. I don't think you can get along with everyone given their motives in the space. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, we're still in the first inning. You know, I think everyone's trying to figure out the space in general, you know, how they fit in, you know, kind of what model, you know, and how they're approaching things, you know, whether, you know, whether you're from an operator side, you're from a better side, you're from the content perspective, kind of figuring out where you fit into the landscape. And obviously for me, you know, I think generally speaking, you know, there's a place for everybody. Um, You know, whereas, you know, the stuff I talked about on the panel, you know, I think, you know, Rob and I kind of aligned on a lot of things it's the misrepresentation of, I think the people in the, the recreational side of things, whether CEOs and operators saying, Oh, you know, come and play with us. You know, we don't, you know, ban or or limit people, which, you know, is so disingenuous and is a total farce. Um, And then obviously you got, you know, content creators, you know, shilling for the books, you know, with pre-made same game, $5 parlays. And, you know, they want to, stand around in a circle with 16,000 other people while they sweat this shit out. It's just, you know, to me, I, you know, that doesn't move the needle for me. I don't particularly enjoy it. And, you know, when you, when you slap like expert, um, you know, onto your, your Twitter or your X bio, um, and you pass yourself off as something that you're not, um, I just don't particularly care for it. And, you know, I, I don't like sheep being led to the slaughter. And I think, you know, anybody who's listening to the show or been in the space, I think, you know, when you started to where you're at now and kind of looking at that progression and, and, you know, where it's taken you, you know, I think a lot of times, you know, people, you know, when you're five days into the space, you know, you're just Googling expert picks or right. whatever, and you're just getting so much trash and misinformation and, oh. You know, people deleting their picks, not quoting prices, you know, playing stale lines, whatever it may be. Um, and I think you get a lot of that with with Action Network. And, you know, I think that was my contention um, with some of the things that Darren was doing. It wasn't that he's not transparent. It's just the company he's shilling for, the people he has working for that company. You know, that was really, I think, where Rob and I took task with, with what he was saying. So... Yeah, I don't want to get along with everybody. I, I think it's it's. Not you mean real. like you and you and Point sucks? Isn't good. Me, me and Point sucks. Me and Betfred. You know, <laughs> me and anybody who, you know, like I said, you know, doesn't fall into that category. I, you know, I think we can respectfully uh, agree to disagree. Um, but I think, like you said, I think a lot of the content out there today is horrendous, um, to put, to, to put it kindly. Um, yeah. you know, if you rewinded 10 years ago, you know, I think, I think we'd be in a better, uh, you know, space as it relates to the, to the content industry. I think it's so easy nowadays to, to run a discord, to run a podcast, mm-hmm. to, to do whatever. Um, and you know, that good content kind of gets, you know, sadly drowned out, 
um, by the clickbait stuff, you know, that, you know, Ravel and some of these other, you know, kind of shitty content creators are putting out. Who is Michelle Rome? It, what, what, why, it, why is she all over you? I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I, I have a lot of people that, uh, you know, have my tweet notifications turned on. I have a lot of people that, uh, enjoy the things I have to say. I, you know, I don't really understand why, but, uh, I think she wants a shot at the title, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't, I, I still haven't figured it out. N Nicole Derrick's wife, uh, just laughs every time that she posts and comments <laughs> on things. So, uh, from, from that perspective, uh, yeah, I, I, I love it, but, uh, yeah, you know, anybody who wants to comment, troll, hate support, whatever, um, I'm here for it. She said you were the only sharp person on the panel and Ooh. the rest of us were bums and Ooh. all this other stuff. And I was like, wait a second. Who is she? And then she asked if you were cooking out with Mike Palm up at Mount Charleston, and you smoothly replied, I will let you know. Oh, she made me giggle out loud. He or she, uh, I believe, will be writing me in for the 2024 presidential election uh, as a write-in on the ballot. All right. President Benson, I can sign. Let's go. That's phenomenal. I'll be your press secretary. I love it. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about what's going on for the contest right now, because yes. obviously we're going to be there next Thursday and Friday live for the show and in, in, in up at the ballroom. It's going to be fun to be there. But from a pacing perspective, where are you guys at? Are you happy where you're at as we hit the middle of August? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it's uh, basically have, you know, a little less than a month to go. You know, I'd anticipate, you know, every day, uh, you know, from here on out would have triple digits in terms of number of signups. Pacing wise, uh, certainly happy. Um, definitely well ahead of pace uh, of last year. Um, I, I think based on, uh, you know, in Drew, both the Survivor and the Millions ahead yeah, of pace. Yeah, based on Drew's uh, glide path. Oh. I think we would get somewhere around 11,000 survivor entries and okay. roughly 6,000 million entries. Okay. I don't, I think there's a hundred percent chance, you know, don't, don't tell Derek that, but right. I, I think there's a hundred percent chance we're going to have an overlay in the million. Yes. Uh, last year we had a 1.4 million uh, overlay. I, I would be pretty darn happy if we, you know, uh, if we chopped that in half and had, you know, somewhere in the, five to 700,000, uh, okay. uh, overlay, um, you know, 53, 54, 5,500 entries, I think would be uh, a pretty darn good success there. And then, uh, obviously I think we are going to at the very least hit 8,000 entries in survivor. Um, and you know, I think there's a good chance we dependent upon obviously how the last three, four weeks go, um, and the interest level, you know, Maybe we'll fall somewhere between 8,000 and 10,000 entries in Survivor. Excellent. And with all the people coming to town and signing up for the contest, I've been getting a lot of questions about like season wins and different things. And P. Ralt and I are doing a, a, a daily season wins brought to you by Circus Sports. Have you seen much action? In the season win stuff, that's a that, that's a very popular market with both the content creators and the rhombuses and parallelograms. I refuse to use the square and the sharp comment, but how's the season win action going? Yeah, it's good. Obviously, I think once you turn the corner and you get into week one of the preseason, I think people kind of get their, their their juices flowing. Obviously, for us and the model that we run, you know, we open numbers 
um, you know, we're going to see a ton of, you know, sharp action, um, particularly, uh, you know, when we go up, you know, a couple of weeks after, you know, the regular uh, season wins, you know, with the alt high and alt low, um, you know, which I think people really, really enjoy. So now that we're in week one of preseason and I think people start, you know, maybe more of the recreational crowd, you know, starts to get a feel for teams and starts to kind of put on their, you know, their handicapping hat um, and, and get ready for the season. I think we'll see a little bit more money um, that gets bet into the, those pools, particularly from, you know, uh, maybe a recreational side of things, as opposed to the to the sharp side of, uh, of things where those guys have been getting down all summer um, and, and kind of have maybe a month or two head start, you know, on, on, on some of the people here who are getting going in late August. Jeffrey, we're less than two weeks away from week zero in college football, and we don't really get the big boys until Labor Day weekend, but we're about three weeks away from that. Anything of note from the college football futures market? Anything surprise you with teams coming in and being bet here in August or July for the championship? Yeah, I mean, you know, I was I was listening to a podcast a couple of days ago and, you know, Bud, El- Bud Elliott, who was actually on one of the panels, he was mm-hmm. just talking about how much, you know, parity there is this year yeah. or potential parity. Uh, given that Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama are all, um, you know, will all be starting a new quarterback. Um, so maybe it gives some teams, you know, down the board, uh, you know, a little bit more of a chance, um, you know, when you think about the likes of a Michigan, the likes of a USC. Um, whereas, you know, in the past three, five, you know, 10 years, it's really just been those traditional perennial powerhouses. And, you know, you, sort of say that people have, you know, other teams have a chance to win, but that's not necessarily the case. So I think this year, um, depending upon how those new uh, starting quarterbacks do, you know, there could definitely be some parity um, in college football this year before obviously we get into the wild conference realignment of next year. So definitely seeing maybe a little bit of interest at Alabama, you know, in that seven to one, eight to one range. Um, Michigan has been a very, very popular team. Uh, from a futures perspective, people have talked about Michigan as being the best Michigan team, you know, since maybe 20 years ago. Mm. So I'd say that's maybe um, initially, uh, you know, what we've seen, obviously some, some hype uh, behind USC uh, led by the Heisman favorite, Caleb Williams. So I think that's been where the early interest is. Obviously, once we get into the season um, and, and people feel a little bit more comfortable with kind of what those quarterbacks are going to provide or, uh, things like that. Obviously, we'll start to to see some deviation in that futures market. But obviously, Georgia looking for a three-peat um, in the college football futures market. They are the um, prohibitive favorite, you know, right around plus 250, you know, $3, depending upon where you shop. Uh, JB, last one for me. Um, I have you in my phone as legend. Okay, that's how I address you. People were asking me, how well do we know each other? I said, I know this kid for a long time. He's been working really hard in this business for a long, long time. This didn't just start at Circa. You put in the time in some places and doing the grind. But it was good to get a vacation before you came back and did all this. The people in the chat and the the brigade people want to know, how was South Carolina? Did you like it? And some other people want to know after they saw me and that you next to each other on the panel, why don't you get some more sun? Because you look pale and they're worried about your hairline. 
Can you address <laughs> all of these things at one time, please? Absolutely. I, uh, I had a fantastic trip uh, to South Carolina. Okay. Um, didn't put on sunscreen the first day, uh, oh. Uh -oh. Sear, seared the tops of my feet. So I couldn't go back to the beach mm -hmm. the second or third day. So that's why I was lacking in a little bit of vitamin D. Uh, I, I do have a golf trip next week. So hope, hopefully I will be a little bit, oh. uh, have a little bit more color, uh, as football season rolls around, okay. but you know, as I've told pe as I've told people for a long time, you know, this body was not made for the outdoors. Uh, <laughs> I am, I, I am an inside only man. Um, I, I, I work just fine sitting in the, in the sports book. Um, and I don't need to be outside. So, um, I'll, I'll save that for the, uh, the nature and outdoors people on this podcast. But, uh, yeah, get out next week, uh, swing the club a, a couple of times and, you know, maybe add a little bit more sunscreen you, this time. Where are you bury the lead? Are you well, leaving town to play golf next week? That's my question. Yeah, you know, where are you going? Uh going to, to Big Cedar in, in Missouri. So uh oh, whoa. I, yeah, I uh I didn't plan any of it. Uh some of my college buddies planned it, uh, okay. but as the talent, you know, I I just pay and show up. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> will you be available next week on Thursday and Friday? Or are you gonna, gonna be gone? Gonna be gone. I will be gone and wow. uh, and and on the course. So uh, working working on my swing and my golf game, and um, you know maybe I got uh, a little Lucas Glover in me, and uh, you know can okay. have a can have a little bit of success on the course as uh, as I get older. So on Circus Sports sign up weekend, you're no, not going to be here. No, no oh, that's August 24th to the 26th. I'll be back by the 23rd. Oh, he oh, means, see, oh, 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 okay. he did, he did, did, you did the okay. same thing to me yesterday. Yes. That we say oh. next weekend and that, that's, I mean, the, the, oh, the following okay. week oh. you say next oh. weekend you think it's this weekend. Okay. So Jeffrey, we'll find time for you to be on the show in person. Uh, You'll be absolutely. There. Oh, absolutely. Uh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Very good. Benson, you're the best man. Thank you for coming on. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. All right. Sounds good, gentlemen. Get uh, get out there and uh, work those proxy signups hard. <laughs> well, we're, we're doing it every day, all night, too. Every darn later. day, every darn night, we're doing it. Good stuff. Thanks, with, Jeff. With, with Jeffrey Benson. Let me go ahead and, and, and get ourselves situated with things. Hold on a second. We'll get it Switch. right. Switch. Oh, Big small yeah. flip. Boom. We're good. And we'll pull that down. All right. That one, I thought that went pretty well. That was actually pretty good to do that. That was on the fly. That was not you a. Get the you got it. That was not you a known, it. that was not a known audio only podcast. That was a uh, that was a, that was something to, to to work with. So there we go. So that was good. Uh, Doing a show on the fly. That's like changing on the fly and hot. We used yeah. to just jump over the boards. The guys would come <laughs> off. Change on. We're doing a show on the fly. Just go. Just go. Audio <laughs> only. What? Yeah. Huh? What? Really? Okay. That's he different. He texted right. me. I was Let's like, go. I hey. didn't tell you. We're all good. We're all good. Um, I want. It, it's funny too because. He had a pace in both P roll. Well, okay. 11,000 survivors. 11. People love it. They 11, love the survivor. Thousand entries in survivor. They love it. It was, there were four in year one, right? It's double, double, Wait. almost double, double, <sighs> almost double. Wow. That's unbelievable. That's incredible to go from, to have, if they have 11,000, because it doesn't matter. The beautiful thing about Survivor is like the more people that are in circa million, the more competitive it is. It doesn't matter for Survivor. Yeah, it the chop could be different, but you're not really competing against anybody else. You're competing against yourself, whether or not you can pick a winner every week. 
That's about it. <laughs> so it's a different type of contest. Some would say easier, but not necessarily easier. It's just different, a different type of way. That's why there's 10 entries because it doesn't really matter how many people enter. You can do 10 and be in it. You can, but again, you have to, I, I get so I've done this. I told you I did this on ESPN.com and I picked a winner every week the whole year. Mm -hmm. And I said, I will never be able to do that again. I got so lucky. Dis two weeks. disagree with you. I disagree with you. I think you'll be able to do it again with these little well, work. Rules. All right. So, so, so this is what we're doing. Okay. This is we're, 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 we're going to prove you since you and I can't do this. Okay. We're not allowed to be, we are not in the, the contest. You and I are going to pick our own survivor for nothing. No money, just on the show every Friday. Our top survivor pick will be what every Friday? Oh, that'll be fun. I bet you stay alive a lot longer than you think. Well, we're going to have to give Joe C. Myers a job for the football <laughs> season. He's going to have to keep track of our teams. Of what, what we, we have left. Because we can't pick it. So you pick one team and we'll see how, and we're out, we're out. We'll just see how long we can last to see how many weeks that it can go. Because if you guys see how long are, we can last, how about that? Easy, 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 easy. I didn't easy. say you said it. Easy, easy, easy. On, my, <laughs> on a Monday morning, my goodness. Last long time. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, on that. Yes. Okay. What happened this weekend? We're move, moving on to, to, to the show. Uh, okay. The Yankees. What, what was on. that last night? I only saw the highlights. I, I I only saw the highlights. They blew a lead. Blew a lead. They're up seven to three going into the ninth inning. There's blowing leads and then there's collapsing. Yeah. Well, that would probably qualify as both. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what in the hell I don't was that? Yeah. I mean, the Yankees are, and I actually bet on them today, but my goodness gracious, they are. Uh, it's more of like a field play for me going like they, they, they the year is over. They, they lose today. That might be it. That might be today. Might be it for them today. Today. They, like they, they, they've, They're you play in Atlanta. I know. That's what I mean. Like they, they have this got is not going to be an easy, quick little series. What are you talking about? That, right. They need something They're $2 to go well. dogs today. They need something to go well today. They need something to turn around. I didn't take them on the money line, but they need something good, something positive after what happened last night because New York media right now is roasting this team. Which is only helping the Mets because the Mets got three of four. They almost blew their game last night late, and now they play the Pirates and they're favored. The, the Mets are favored. Like, a, like minus 130, 135. I already did the pirate video. I didn't even know he was pitching. I think Priest is going to pitch. Okay. I said, but uh, yeah, Pirates, money line. Plus, come on. All right, play the song, guy. You tell me what's going on with your team. Because James Harden is over in China roasting the GM. Does he want to play in the NBA anymore? Who wants him? Because Philadelphia, you guys make an announcement we're not trading James Harden. James Harden goes to an event in China and says, Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never play for a team that is associated with Daryl Morey ever again. This sounded a little bit like I ain't coming back, and I don't give a – sorry, Will. I don't give a fuck about playing in the NBA no more. Well, who's going to take him? 
There really isn't anybody. That's the problem. No contender can risk it. No contender could actually put him on because he could destroy your entire team. So you can't do that. No one who has a young, talented core could ever dream of putting James Harden on that core, with that core. If you're a horrible team, the Rockets have already passed on him. So who's left? The Wizards? Like the, the Hornets? Like who's left? You have to be a team essentially that you're really bad, but if you're bad, you want to tank and putting Harden on your team is not going to let you tank. I, I don't, I just saw it. There's nowhere to go. This morning just saw the video and I was like, Oh, was that, was, you know, I don't want to make light of hostage videos, but you know, was that, was that like he, they got set up and like, he's a liar. Right. I'm not playing on that organization. Like, what was that? No, it's him. Clearly, they tried to trade him and nobody wanted him. Okay. And then they told him, we're not trading you. Okay. And he's now trying to force his way out. Cut him. Something. He wants to be out. Is the fat James Harden coming back? They got him traded the last time, right? He just gained all them weight, like put him in a fat suit. and said, oh, we got to get rid of this guy. Yeah, is maybe it happen what, again. But I don't know because I mean, this is remember Embiid talked about wanting to be traded if they weren't going to try to win. So because there wasn't any value to Harden to be brought back, they couldn't trade him. You can't trade him for a bag of basketballs. You got to go get something back because if you don't, if you give him up for nothing, Embiid's going to be furious. So what do you do? You have to keep Embiid healthy, happy. You, you can't keep him. You can't have him be upset and James Harden be a cancer in your locker room. So that's why they're stuck. My guy newbie was right. He said, Dave, don't fall for it. The song's great. Don't, don't, don't fall for it. It's a mess (laughs) of an organization and it will do nothing but aggravate you and break your heart. And damn it. Newbie was right. Like I really thought that they were going to be something and do something. It sounds like it's a mess in there. I don't know. As a Celtics fan, I'm not upset about it. I'm not can't mad. be considered a serious contender anytime. Soon. No, not, not, not as constructed and what's going on behind those walls. And I mean, I still don't understand what he was saying that for. Like he looked into the camera, he buried the guy. Like that's a, that's a, well, now I'm going to talk and I'm going to say this yeah. and I'm going to say that you have to get rid of me. Well, here's the thing in Philadelphia. What I love, I do love this about Philly fans. Harden will be, they will choose Daryl Morey over James Harden. So, like, if if the attempt is to put public pressure on the Sixers to move him, I don't think that's going to work. Because just seeing why would they choose Maury? Maury brought him in, but it blew up. He's the guy responsible. Because people in Philly and Boston and New York don't like it when players start this. When players start talking negatively, when they already have a bad PR rap anyway. Like he doesn't have a lot of. If this, it would be different if it was Embiid saying this. Like if Embiid said, Maury's a liar. I want no part of this organization. The fans would go crazy. Say, fire Daryl Maury, get him out. Right. But because James Harden's rep is so bad and the fans are just so sick of James Harden that this is just yeah. another you know, chapter in the soap opera ever since this guy got to Philly, that this is just like a continuation of everything that happened with with Ben and everything else that went on around, you know, that, you know, that didn't work. Obviously those, that, that, that three headed monster didn't work, became a two headed monster. And now this isn't working. So the common denominator is James Harden. Hmm. Move off of James Harden, not Daryl Morey. Right. 
I want to I want to welcome JJ to the show. He just yeah. woke up and joined us. Uh, he said he's a little tired. And he saw me last night going late. down late to sign up. And I mean, report for duty on time, JJ. Seriously. Oh, no, I mean, come on now. Ten thirty should have been up and ready Leave to go. Leave him alone. I see him in the chat. I can't see Tyler Wyatt in the chat, sir. I'm SoCal sent you the idea. You must have you blocked him by mistake. I don't know how to unblock him. He's not blocked on our end. He's blocked on your end. The show didn't block him. I don't know how to block him. I don't know how to unblock him. So I tried to do what Sonic sent me a DM. Thank you. He's not. I don't have a block list. I don't have a. I don't know. I. He says I. I can't see him in a chat. Because do you have I a silence him, list? Do you have? A, I don't like have a, not, not a block, I don't even but a know silence. How to do that, right? But that means why you probably did it without knowing because you didn't know how to do it, but you did it, right? Well, all right, I'll have Kendall fix it. That's a good right. idea, JC from KC. Oh, so good I'll idea. See what we can do if Tyler's in here. Say something so the chat can see it, but I can't. Right. That's, this story is quick because it's disgusting and we don't know the details, but it is major news oh, and man. it's going to impact the Rays dramatically. Wander Franco has been placed on essentially the list where, where Major League Baseball teams put you when they want you away from the team and not have to pay you for a social media post that is alleging that he is dating an underage girl. He has not denied this. He has not come out. If if somebody said my girlfriend was 14 and I'm 22, I would be in front of a camera immediately saying this is not the truth. She's not 14. Oy. But the team in Major League Baseball are doing a deep dive investigation into what's going on here. And he is not going to play for the Rays anytime soon. This is the starting shortstop. This is the their best player. <clears throat> As a book, what do you do with the Rays number? Well, you don't do anything right now because you don't know exactly. Um, I think you got to slide them below the Orioles, though. I think the Orioles got to be the favorite. That's what we would do if it was our book. We'd flip those two. If, for sure, make the Orioles the odds-on favorite. Um, I mean, it wouldn't hurt to try to get some more raise money right now because if it comes out that he ain't playing the rest of the season, which is what we know – Maybe, maybe not's going to happen on the table. Ain't nobody going to bet him no more. They're going to bet the other teams. So, um, as a girl dad, these stories they hit you in a different place. You want to talk about a donkey kicking the nuts? You were like, we talked yesterday, and you were like, "Did you hear about Wander Franco?" I was like, "No, I figured he hit for the cycle or something." <laughs> and then you hit me with this, and I'm like, "What?" And I thought, oh, I don't even want to hear more about this. I don't want to know. I, oh, that's, I, oh, my God. I don't want to know. Tyler just said that the Rays ran a promotion yesterday for a Wander snapback that was available for kids 14 and under. Not a joke. Real thing. <laughs> Damn. The Rays ran a... <laughs> Really, snap a snapback giveaway for kids fourteen and under. I've Highly. seen it where the, I I've seen it where they've said she's actually nineteen, she's not fourteen. Oh. I mean, oh. I've seen they, there's, but again, if I'm twenty two and my girlfriend's nineteen and I'm being accused of someone saying that she's under the age of sixteen, which is against under the age of consent, 
I am with my agent. I am immediately in front of a camera. I am talking about this till anyone will listen to me saying, wait, 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 wait. I'm 22. She's 19. You may not like it, but we're very similar in age. This is not that big of a deal. I'm just barely over 21. She's over 18. We're all good. The fact that that has not happened yet leads me to believe that there is some credibility to the, to the allegation. I have no idea what's going on. I don't want to say one way or the other. A lot of times allegations come out. They turn right. to be, turn out to be not true. Uh, this one could turn out to be true. Turn I have no idea, but it makes you realize like he's what? 22. Mm-hmm. It's a lot to put in front of a 22 year old to do all this stuff, like and get all this money. Like, I think, I mean, Kylie's 20. My daughter's 20. Like, it ain't that far away. And I'm but she thinking, wouldn't date a 14-year-old boy, though. Of course not. So, <laughs> like, but, I, I don't want to get when you off. have all the money in the world, like, I mean, like, these NBA guys that get drafted out of high school. Right. Are given so much so fast. Like, but, if you don't have Dave, someone in your come life. On. Come on, Dave. I, I, know, I know what you're saying. But 14's 14. You know better. You know better. Yeah, I don't care who you are. You're supposed to know better. You know, I don't care. Everyone knows better. Everyone knows. Everyone knows the rules. Everyone knows. She's in eighth grade, Dave. Yeah. Eighth grade. She tell him that? I don't know. But. I mean, did she tell him that? This is what the this is what is going on on social media right now. This is what everybody's. Because they saw the pictures of her and they're saying. She doesn't look 14. Doesn't matter. If she told him she was 18, does that make it better or worse? You better check the you better check it out. You better know. Not think. You better know. Right. Like (laughs) you're worth millions of dollars. This is not a question. He makes the league minimum. He's a rookie. But he his isn't his signing, wasn't his signing bonus huge when he signed? Does that matter? If well, she he has a lot of money. 18. He's worth a lot of money. He's worth millions of dollars. You is have he? to know. Wander Franco? Heck yeah, he is. Well, I mean, there's other yeah. people that get all this money that are 18, 19 years old NBA players. What do you think happens? Yeah, but those are 18, 19, this guy that has 22 years old dating a 14 year old. This is R. Kelly type stuff. I know. This is, it's this terrible. Is, this is not. It's sickening. This is really bad. This is really, really, this is not like she's borderline. I'm 20. She's 17 type stuff. This Why is, is she talking? I don't know if she's talking or not. We don't know that. She could be extorting him for all we know. How did MLB find out? There were social media posts that are out there. She was posting pictures of herself wearing Wando's, Wander's chain. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Like when we were in high school, we used to exchange the, the, the class ring. I gave my girlfriend in high school my class ring. That was a big deal. Was that a big deal when you were in high school? We didn't do class rings. You didn't do class rings? Mm-mm. Why? Your school didn't do it or you just didn't do it personally? Our what, school what didn't mean? do it. It just wasn't something that we did. It wasn't. You guys didn't do high school class rings? People who guys in the chat. We made fun of them. You made fun of them? Of course you did. You're in Boston. You made fun who of people, everything. Who people had class rings who we made fun of you them. Didn't get it. Did people <laughs> in the chat, did you have a high school class ring? Yes. We sure did. as hell didn't give it to our girlfriends. <laughs> well, that was a big deal. Yeah, we sure as hell didn't do that. Uh-uh. Oh, <laughs> if you gave the girl a class ring to wear on a chain, um, or they put oh, there you go. string around. Wander, Wander just, just signed a $180 million contract in the offseason. 
So yes, he's worth millions. <laughs> I mean, when you have a hundred eighty million dollar contract, you don't listen. Your voice in your head goes away. Maybe you're untouchable. I mean, you don't have someone in your ear saying, "Wander, don't do this." I mean, wow. Pierre, a judge, no, a judge no, is not no going to class ring. No class ring. Yes, class ring. Wow. A judge is not going to care if he's in front of a judge for pedophile charges. Wait, 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 wait. Say that again. A judge is not going to care. A judge is not going to care if you don't have the right people around you or you didn't get oh, told no, not to. Oh, no, it's cut and dry. You're, you're busted. Okay. That's it. You're going to be labeled a sex offender. Whether you serve jail time or not, we'll see. But he could be labeled a sex offender, meaning he can't travel around Major League Baseball, meaning his baseball career is over. Oh, you can't travel as one. Wow. Okay. You get labeled that, your you're brain. done. Okay. Man. There's guys pitching in Japan right now who have been pretty good major league pitchers for doing things of a sexual nature that would cause right. them to be labeled as a sex offender and not want to be in baseball saying goodbye. So this is not, this is really bad. This is really, really, really bad for the Rays and for Wander Franco. Sonic came in a chat and said, let's talk to Jostens and see if we can get some BVB brigade rings made up. Not wearing one. You may never wear another ring again the rest of your life. <laughs> Some truth to that. I, I like best, rings, but I don't wear them. My best thing about today is going to be the story about almost losing my ring on Saturday. Oh, night. that was an oh, awesome story. God. Yeah, we'll get to that yeah, story for sure. Be the end. Uh, here in Vegas, Trey Lance, you let yesterday. I know you didn't watch it. I watched it. I watched it for 15 minutes with you at your house. Bad, bad. 34-7 final. Sacked four times. Trey Lance looked bad. I mean, bad. There's got to be a lot of pressure. There's got to be some real concerns in that organization right now about what they've got in Trey Lance. It's looking, it's looking very much like a bust. It's looking, it's, it's, it's heading Stop towards making snap judgments after week one of. Oh, no, 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 no. You saw him play last year. Did you not? He's 23 years old. So he never played much in college. What do you expect from him? Don't get drafted third overall. That wasn't his choice. Well, no, I'm just saying, but he he's supposed to be he the franchise not learn quarterback. How to play until his first year for his first contract is done. You know, he's it's I don't really. think he's any threat to be the starter. Well, that's the point. There's questions he he actually could be I mean could he actually he be? He was a project brought in to be a project, no? Well, he was brought in. Everyone thought that he was going to be NFL ready fast because of his athletic ability. He played at North Dakota. They thought he had all, you know, they, they thought he was going to be just like other quarterbacks have come into the league out of North Dakota. Remember, this was a really big argument as to whether or not the Niners should take Mac Jones or Trey Lance. Patriots may have gotten very lucky with this. I think they set everybody up. Patriots? Yeah. Possibly. Saying they were going to take Trey Lance, so then they did, and they got the guy they wanted. <laughs> it's possible. Just like I mean, Billy told everybody on that panel, I moved the number. <laughs> there was two kinds of bookmakers. It was great when he said it because I've seen it. Hmm. Two kinds of bookmakers. One that took my bet and one that actually took my bet and then tried to go bet what I bet. So I had to teach those bookmakers a lesson and give them the fake side. 
and he would bet there, and they would all run out or make calls or try to bet, and a line would go from minus six to minus seven, minus seven and a half, and then the real order went out on the other side, and he took all seven and a half. So my man was laying six and taking seven and a half in football games. At that rate, all you have to do is fall seven one time. It's one out of every 20, and you break even. If it happens twice, you're getting 20 to one odds on that stuff, risking 1%. Pretty good. Who was the guy drafted by the Sixers first overall and let the Celtics draft Tatum third? Um, Went to the Magic. The guy from Washington, University of Washington. The guard. Mark. Marcus Marcellus um, begins with an M. I was just trying to look it up and, I'm, and I couldn't do it fast enough. I'm forgetting yeah, on his name. But let's see. I can't remember. Sixers. This is looking very similar to that. Oh, you think so? Yeah. <laughs> this, is looking, this, is, this is looking very similar to that. Really? Yeah. Uh, not, huh. not, not that Mac Jones is going to be Jason Tatum type because I think Tatum could wind up being like a top fifty all time NBA player. Markel Fultz. Thank you. There it is, Markel Fultz. Yes, that's exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, I mean, I, I, the Patriots got the guy. I mean, did they have a quarterback who's? I mean, in terms of careers, whose career would you want right now, Mac Jones or or Trey Lance? I mean, oh, wow. Question right now. Trey Lance might be out of the league. Yeah. I mean, Thanks, it's Brock, guys. It's Brock's party. I mean, Brock Purdy's starting. It's Brock Purdy's team. And, and Trey Lance might never see the field, barring an injury. They started him. The, the, the conspiracy theory was they started him in Vegas and gave him the whole first half as a showcase to try to have him go play really well and then trade him. Instead, he got sacked four times and looked like ass. <laughs> that didn't work out so well. If that was the plan. They, they had to be like on the headsets going, Uh-oh. what are we doing? You want yeah. me to keep this kid in here right now? He's getting killed. He's not completing no passes. Ain't nobody blocking for him. We're, we got no shot. Because on the other side, Aiden O'Connell, the kid from Purdue, was unbelievable for the Raiders. <laughs> he had basically, mm. he had a perfect game for the right. Raiders. He looked right. unbelievable. For the offense, for the Raiders. Ay, ay, ay. Um, Not good. Chat wants to know if you'd ever wear a BVB pinky ring. Just on a pinky. You did? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Depending maybe on. You got to turn over. Maybe when you turn 50. Yeah, maybe. My grandfather had one of those. One of those mafia. Got the Italian, 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 Italian. They Italian, all Italian had one. Ring. He wore that ring. It was always, it was always a big round circle ring. <laughs> that's what, that's what he had. So my grandfather, right? <laughs> my grandfather pulled it off. So I don't know if I can pull it off. His last name was the Quattro, so it kind of fit. It right. My last, name, my last name is Peralta. It doesn't really have the same ring to it. <laughs> you should add an O, Peralta. Peralta, yeah, Peralta. <laughs> I need an A on the end. An of O that. or an A, yeah. I need, I need something to, to to to. I like the know. O instead. Peralto. 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 Yep. <laughs> sounds like a sounds like a soup. <laughs> like Peralto soup. It kind of does. <laughs> What would your soup be? Would it be a, a vegetable base? No. Oh, we need we need, we need, need my meat? daughter's my daughter said to me the other day yesterday. I was, I was dying laughing. She said she goes, Daddy, 
how the hell are people vegan? <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't know. She's like, why do they even choose to do that? And I was like, I don't know. We were watching a barbecue show. She was like, I don't understand how people don't like meat. And I was like, I don't know either. Madeline, I was like, I'm the same way. I'm like it's, they think it's inhumane. It's not nice. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, okay, well then just go kill your own animals. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, it's a fair way of doing it. People like to source their meat and we, uh, we try to track where our meat's from and where we get our stuff. So, you know, I get the point, but I was dying laughing. She's like, why the hell are people vegan? I was like, yeah, I kind of agree. I kind of agree. It's a very fair question. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I respect everybody's opinions and thoughts. Right. And if you don't want to eat meat, that's fine. But vegan is a different story. The vegetarian's one thing. Vegan is a different story. Like vegan is like, that's a very hard way to live. It's very difficult. I don't know. Not for me. I mean, people buy the meat and. People cook the meat and just, I, I, I think, I mean, I had a tremendous steak dinner. Told you that place is, that was great on Saturday night. Yeah. Echo Echo and rig is my, that's my jam. It's a a phenomenal. Excellent. I'm a big fan. Uh, Time for the circus sports. Circus Sports, Survivor, and Million. You guys, we talked to Benson already about this, but you guys can sign up for either contest. Five picks against a spread for Million, your share of $6 million or one pick per week. That team must win. Can't pick the same team twice for $8 million. No rake to be taken. $14 million in prizes up for grabs. You can grab your share this season. For more information on both contests, log on to circusports.com. Come. Okay, let's get into the team of the day. It is the Washington Commanders. <laughs> 32 teams and 31 shows. So we're doing this. And we're doing a different team every day. Right. Are there days when, like, you know, because you don't tell me the order. I haven't seen the list. So it's, like, exciting for me every day when I get the email. You're, like, email sent, and I check it. I'm, like, oh, who's the team today? And I saw today, and I was, like, <laughs> eh. Like, is this, is this like the kids say mid? I was oh, mid. Defin- definition was, of Washington is, is mid. Right? Yes, definition. Like, I'm not, listen, people watching the show in that area of the country and all the other stuff, it's like enjoy, enjoy baseball season. I hope your Orioles fans are not Ooh. Nationals fans, okay? Oh. And if you need some excitement in your life and you are a Commanders fan, maybe look at the Ravens because I think you'll have a little more excitement. I was like, Man, a win total six and a half. That's perfect. Mid, I will be very surprised without looking at the schedule that uh-huh. I will go over this number. But okay. Yes. We'll schedule schedule's not going to be easy. Reasons to be excited. Last year was the first non-losing year in five years. They hired Eric Bieniemy from the Chiefs to come over and run the offense. They have a couple of really nice wideouts in Terry McLaurin and Kassan Dotson, who could be could have big years. Just on Dawson, excuse me. They could have big seasons. They got weapons. Now, reasons, yep. to be, reasons to be concerned is Sam Howell, the fifth round quarterback from North Carolina. Is he really the guy? Because Ron Rivera is trying to tell everybody that he's going to be the guy. I was a big fan of Sam Howell in college, but as an NFL passer, we'll see. Preseason comments for Ron Rivera, not good about how the players were reacting to being coached hard by Eric Bieniemy. It became so big of a story that the Chiefs and, and even Patrick Mahomes had to comment publicly about Eric Bieniemy's coaching style, saying that he loves you. That's why he's coaching you really hard. He wants the best for you. Relax. What in the hell are you supposed to do when you come in as a new guy? 
You just can't. You got two Super Bowl rings. Now, just speaking of rings, you got two Super Bowl rings. Maybe at least Listen. go. The guy might know what he's doing. Might know more than me. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it's time to listen. I don't know. So here is the schedule for the one Washington Commanders. Let's see here. They open up with Arizona at home. At home? Yeah, it's a must win. What? It's a must win? Must win. That's an, a the 100. first game of 17. There's no must wins. With it is a must win. Given the schedule, this is a must win. If you're going to well, go over. winning the game. If you're going to go over six and a half wins, that, that's a must. They have to win that game. Okay. At Denver. Nope. Nope. Home for Buffalo. What do you think? No. No. At Philadelphia. No. Home for Chicago. Yes, that's two wins. At Atlanta, I agree. At Atlanta. They split those next two road games, so I give them a win and a loss. I got three. Lose them both. Two. Home for Philadelphia. Come on, bro. Right. No. At New England. No. Agreed. At Seattle. Mm, no. Home for New York. Yes. Agreed. Four. I have three. At Dallas. Thanksgiving? Yep. We get another Thanksgiving Day. Washington. It's huge like ratings. That's huge my- ratings. Washington, Washington and Dallas, Dallas on Thanksgiving is huge. I feel ratings. like I've seen that my whole life when they were the Redskins. Because you have. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously, can we get somebody else on there? No, because Detroit and Dallas play every Thanksgiving. I know, but why so. they got to play Washington half? Because it's time. a division game. It's going to be monster ratings. Oh, uh, it is? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. They're going to be 10 point dogs in this game. Seven Fine. and a half. I Huge ratings. Know. I don't even know what it Where's my. I don't have my packet close. Huge ratings. Dallas wins. I got four. Still. I have three. Home for Miami. In December? Yep. They'll win that game. Five. Agreed. I have four to the bye. After the bye, at oh, the Rams. That's a late bye. Very late. At the Rams. I off a bye. Yep. They win the game. Agreed. Six. I. I have five at New York. Jets. Can't do it. Agreed. Home for the Niners. Tricky game. That'll be the one to push them over to season win total, but I'll say no. And then lastly, Dallas at home to end the year. Dallas could be a meaningless game for the Cowboys. I'll give it to them. Six. Uh, If I give it to them, I got seven. That's the swing game. Could you try again? Whoa. Who's calling you? My watch is talking. Sorry, I don't know why. Tell her we're doing the show. I, 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 sorry. Just watch us talking. People be bothering you while you're doing the show. Always. What? I, I think it's six. Hard. Under. It's flat. Six with a tie. Seven without a tie. (laughs) They had a tie last year. Boy, can you imagine? That's. We guys are handicapping ties. Good luck on that. That's brutal. So we'll ask the chat. Got a gigantic crowd in here today. That's good. Um, Washington Commanders, six okay. and a half season wins. Is there any juice attached to that right now? Depends on the book. Wow. Most books, no. Yeah, it's minus 110 both sides. Yeah. Over to under the total. Under. On, on the season wins. You're six. saying under? I say six, yeah. Yeah. I I default to under. Um. 
schedule's the hard. The rookie quarterback thing starting. It's this usually he's not. He's not a rookie. Well. Sam Howell's not a rookie, right? Well, starting. Yeah, an Un- unproven quarterback. Yes. Wasn't he at North Carolina last year? No, Drake May was at North Carolina last year. Drake May was the first quarterback to to have. He was the first quarterback to be a to be the pre to, to be the ACC Rookie of the Year, ACC Offensive Player of the Year, ACC yeah. MVP. So and Sam House sat on the bench in Washington Correct. last year. No, he wasn't drafted by Washington last year, right? He was, uh, or maybe he did sit on the bench last year. Let's see. He was drafted by, yeah, last year drafted sat, didn't play up, didn't play. But he played a little bit. One touchdown, one pick last year. Had 169 yards passing. <laughs> it's a big step to ask him to win eight or nine games. Washington does not make the playoffs, right? Yeah, he played the final game of the season, right? Last year against the Cowboys, they oh. won twenty six six against the Cowboys. Wow, we got a ton of votes in the chat. Unfortunately, Four. I cannot see Tyler's. Tyler's would mean the most to me, but um, over to under to under to under to under to under under. under. Under, 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 one over, sir. One. Can't hate on it. Can't hate on it. I can't hate on it. One person. We got over 30 votes in there. Can't hate on it. I mean, it's it's Washington. The lot of Ramavera could be a lame duck, lame duck coach. He's got, he's in a year four of a five year deal. So. It's a good question by Whitrock. What's the ceiling? I mean, what's the most games? We just went through that. Nine. Schedule. Eight? Nine. Nine, everything goes right, right. Everything goes right, yeah. You Nine go is four, the top, top ceiling. You go I four and eight. two. Yeah, I would say you go three and three in the division. You win every home game. Right. Would be my, would be, would be the thought. Right. To get to eight. To get to eight. Maybe uh-huh. Nine. Aaron K. Dolan's on the Sports Center, doling out winners. That's the name of the segment. They keep on trying to do puns with her name, huh? That's like the fifth one. Doling <laughs> out winners. They've tried to do the pun. With her. Aaron. Hold on. What are you saying? I got to reach out to Aaron and see if she wants to come on the show. Oh, bring her on. Hold on. Triple start, jump stop, jump scare. Scared the crap out of me, seriously. <laughs> Did four of them. He really got really scared. Uh, NFL, the Brigade Proxy NFL story of the day. You guys can text us 702-570-8255. That is 702-570-TALK. Uh, for, the, for the guy in Buffalo who sent the text message, we'll, we'll get with you as soon as the show's over. So to sign, to get you locked in, registered as to when you're going to be in town for that. But you guys can text us right now to book an appointment. If you're coming in for the Westgate Super Contest weekend, please tell us, okay? It's a lot easier than you landing, going to the Westgate and saying, hey guys, I'm here. Uh, Okay, um, we're not. (laughs) So it's going to be a bit for us to get down there. So (laughs) give us a heads up. We'll try our hardest to get down there and do what we do. Really, on your schedule, if it fits into our, we, I'm on TV tonight till nine, but like right. we'll figure out different ways and different times to get down to figure Between it all out. Between the two of us, we have almost the entire 24 hours covered, except for the two the hours overlap. we're on the show here. Yeah, right. True. That's yeah. the only. I mean, like I've I've said to a couple of people in the in the texting when we when we get the text from 10 to 12 Pacific, 
We're kind of busy. But any other time, if you just give us, I don't know, eight hours ahead of time to to a day ahead of time, we'll schedule a time, make the process as smooth as possible. Let's go. Yeah. So it's good stuff. Uh, the NFL has made an adjustment to the lowering of the head oh, helmet rule. Glass okay. You told me to be ready for this one. Yeah. So here's how the 2013 rule they're adding the forcible contact without requirement that the player be the one to initiate the contact. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. They're they're doing what? Say this again. The forcible contact part of this, it used to be where you had to be the one lowering your helmet to create the forcible contact. Okay. That's been removed. Oh. So you don't have to be the aggressor for this to be put into play. Here's how the rule is now written. Okay. It is a foul. If a player, A, lowers his head and makes forcible contact with his helmet against an opponent or uses any part of his helmet or face mask to butt or make forcible contact to an opponent's head or neck area. Oh. These provisions do not prohibit incidental contact by the mask or the helmet in the course of a conventional tackle or block of an opponent. My head this, hurts. This You're already, rarely, already giving me a headache. Yeah, this rarely gets enforced, okay? But there is a really big disconnect here because the NFL deals with this after the game. They don't throw the flag during the game. The NFL fines the players for this act all the time after the game. So, so 22nd time, hold on, hold on, hold on. This can happen during the game. There can be no flag thrown on the play. Correct. And then we can get what fine for this after the game. There were 229 total fines and warnings for lowering the helmet issued last season. Only four penalties were actually called during the games of the fines. Half of them got rescinded on appeal, but 48% of the, of those fines were issued to running backs. The guy carrying the ball. Yes. You're not able to forcibly drop your head and launch crown of your helmet. Can't do that. I have human missiles coming at me to take (laughs) me down. Big ones. I got to get ready to absorb the blow. Sometimes I can't deliver the blow if I've been running and have some speed built up. You're coming to me. I'm coming at you. Isn't that the game? Yes. That's football, right? Yes, but you can't use the crown of your helmet to do what you're talking about. What in the hell am I supposed to do? I can't put my head down and run? Nope. We're never running a draw play again. (laughs) I'm never running a dive a wham, all the fun things that you call them in the playbook where I hand this guy the ball. No wonder why running backs don't get paid anymore. They can't lower their heads anymore and run. What the? (sighs) I'm relieved that it's not on the referees to call more penalties. It is. What? What do you mean? It is. It you is. just said they don't call the flag. They don't throw they the flag. They don't, but they need to. The, the, the call is, is that the, the league, if this is on the books, you have to throw the flag for it, which the, the refs don't. So the league, after the fact, comes in and gives fines and warnings to players for doing it. That but, would make me mad. 
It's not flagged during the game. So what's the point of having the rule? If you aren't going to enforce the rule, what's the point of having the rule? This is a good question, counselor. Answer your own question. Why have the rule? For the money? Get rid of it. We need to get the money from the players for the fines? Are we trying to keep them safe? Lawsuits. Oh, no. Just to keep. I don't want the lawyers involved. Stop. Just to keep from getting the league fined or the league sued for a player getting hurt. Oh. Uh, lowering the head makes forcible contact with the helmet against an opponent. If you go ahead and do it and you break your neck, the league says, we told you not to do it. You did it anyway. Not our fault. Can't sue us. Man. Oh man. How can you not vote for the players to get everything and more when, when these things come like this, that's, it's tough to to see the other side when they're, you know, when you really see a lot of the players so beat up and this is probably true. This is why the rules there, the rules there to not, it's, a, I guess on some level, maybe they were trying to go, you know what? We need to protect these guys from themselves. Fine. Put this you, role in. If, if that was the case, they'd be throwing the flags. Cause how many times is he running back lower his helmet and drill a guy trying to score? It's the way you were taught to run the, the football. The way the game's played. The I, game's played. I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. So, the upright running backs are yeah. going to get lit up. That's what you're the taught, shot right? What you take up here, right? Keep the we're all we're always taught that with football. The bigger the target, the harder the hit. Make yourself right, so you make compact. yourself small. Yeah, stay small. Give me the shoulder pads. Use the shoulder pads. Deliver the blow. I'm not running with my head down because that could hurt. Right. But Tyler said over seven wins for the Commanders. JC from KC relayed the message I'm distraught. I'm sorry. I keep looking down. Tyler's chat and I don't see it. Makes me sad. So 702-570-8255. Busy week. We'll see a lot of you guys this weekend for the super contest weekend at Westgate. Do you think we're going to sign up almost every day between now and then? Yes. I think maybe not. Maybe not today. Today's the only day I'm a little questionable on. Not starting tomorrow, good to go. But today I'm a little bit suspect. To Monday, it's a crossover day. It's a travel day. It is. So maybe maybe not today, but tomorrow on, yes, hundred percent. We mentioned it earlier, but our friends at Win, this is this was stunning. I walked into the Billy Walters press conference or whatever you want to call it, you know, panel, and boom. Win shutters decides to go and and essentially stop operating in eight states. Michigan and New York could potentially could stay open. Mass could potentially stay open. Nevada is going to stay open, but every other state effective immediately no longer operating. Same thing. It was such a bummer. I mentioned it earlier in the show. I was sitting there in the front row listening to Billy and Spanky, and my phone's just buzzing and buzzing and buzzing in my pocket. I'm like, man, my first thought was something's up with the home, with the kids and my wife. I'm going to better, I better take a look at this. I look and I was like, wait, what? Wait, what? No, I haven't talked to the boys yet between Maddie, AB, Mo. I, I got to meet some of the other kids, the junior traders and stuff. I was sick. I was sick to my stomach because it's August. Like it was August 11th on Friday. They just rolled out their new platform 
a week earlier. 10 days before. I just just, tweeted it. I mean, I was trying to get Maddie to come on the show to talk about it. In hindsight, I'm glad he didn't. Right. um, Because they didn't know, you know, um, and until we actually talk to somebody that tells us why that decision was made, we can all speculate, but to do it a month before football season is going to start two weeks before college football season is going to start. There was somebody that just said, you know what? Press the button. Hit the eject button, mm-hmm. you know, planes going down, get out. Well, they tried to sell for so long. We knew that they were for sale for a really long time and they watched the points bet thing and they watched what points bet was asking for. And then what points points bet actually got. And they just said, you know what? There's not a lot of value with what we're, I mean, we'd rather sell for nothing and close up shop than sell for peanuts and make it look, and we have to give up the information we already acquired and we can use the data for other things. And we're not going to give up the list and we're just going to keep operating. You know, we're just going to decide to stop taking wagers in these, in these other States. They've never been a part of Nevada operations. Nevada operations have been their own thing. So now they're going to either try to merge that and they have a physical location in Massachusetts. Jay Buck, uh, if he's watching or listening, we're thinking of you too, because yeah, he, he needs to talk to you. Yeah. He's, he, he's feeling it. He, yeah. I mean, he, you know, he tweeted, I'm just waiting to see if I find out if I have a job or not. I mean, this impacts people's lives. This isn't just a news blip story. Like, you know, you know, from covering people in the media, when you see, oh, so-and-so released by whomever, when you know that person, you're like, holy crap, what does that mean? Your career is over. Do you sign a new contract? You know, when you're in the professional sports or even like college sports coaches get fired, you've mm-hmm. been, you've known people that have gotten fired, mm-hmm. you know, it's just another story to people scrolling on their phones or turning their television channel on. This story was like that for a lot of people. And meanwhile, I know every guy almost that's in there. And I was like, oh, um, wow, what does that mean? Yeah, people so, buy houses. They, they, they sign apartments. They move across the country. They, they, they do things. And one person's decision impacts them for the rest of their life. I mean, it's, it's a butterfly effect, but it really is significant. I mean, there's a lot of things that go down based upon one decision. Is it indicative of this is, this is the start more. I mean, we're seeing it, the consolidation thing, Fox bet just picked up and boop, we're done. We're um, on the three points, bet Fox bet and win bet all are gone. Maybe not use the word bet in the name. <laughs> maybe <laughs> wrong. No, not wrong. I just, <laughs> I don't know. Those bet MGM next. Is that what, is that what we're saying? Bet Fred. Yeah. Those are all next. I don't know. Maybe I, I, I don't think this is even close to the bottom or the end of this. It's a hard business. And five, there's going to be five books left when it's all said and done. What it sounds like five national, four. there'll be five, four or five national brands. And then you'll have local one-offs like like circus never going away in vegas like circus staying right. westgate superbook the, you know those types of people i think will be around like it's it's if you have a home in a major 
and you know it works in your home, in your major market, you're fine. You're not going anywhere. You're, you're, you may see your, your satellite operations go away, but your home office is going to stay. If you don't have one of those, if you don't have a market in America in which you have been wildly successful in the past, you're in trouble. You're definitely looking around going, should we continue doing this? Because right now, it's not really smart. I think like his win, win bet or win resorts, the book here in Nevada has been wildly successful. I mean, it's been incredibly, the operation has been amazing. So that's not going anywhere. They just brought in all those satellites and said, okay, we're pulling them all back. We're not doing this anymore. You know, eventually I think the mass book eventually will turn into something else, maybe a DraftKings book, but that's what I think is going to happen for a lot of people. If they have something, if they can pull back, to the castle, if you will, if they can retreat, I think that they will. Uh, yes, that, that could happen. You said it once at some point in the past 400 shows, which is the number of shows we've done here. In addition to what we were doing on the radio and stuff before it's the toy department mm. for a lot of people. It's the toy department but it's not treated as such or sold to the investors or the shareholders or other stuff. Mm. I think if you sell it to what it is and have those expectations, you've got a much better shot of just accepting reality. We sat with JBJ. Well, he came over and sat with us at eight East Joe Brennan. He's opening up books. There's people that are opening up books while big books are closing. What is JBJ going to offer with Prime Sports in the markets that he's in? Higher limits, different things. If you want to run a book and manage it from the 110 and actually run a book, I think there will always be a place for you. But you have to know what you're getting into and you have to know what you're doing. This consolidation in these things, and I'm not saying this particularly about WinBet, I'm just saying in general, the marketing companies that are disguised as sports books are realizing this business sucks. <laughs> we don't want to do this. We need to get into something else. Yep. And they are uh, for you guys who are on sports grid. Thank you for watching. We appreciate it. If you're live on YouTube and on Twitter, we give you guys something that we call bonus time. Okay, a couple things before we get to bet or book it. Uh, DraftKings nearly overtook FanDuel last month in New York. What do you make Ex of that? Explanation? Did they offer bonuses and stuff? No. Uh, revenue report for July, 12.1% hold propels DraftKings. Both of them did nearly $40 million. But DraftKings finished just under $41.09 in revenue, a 10.7% improvement from June. Thanks largely to a 12.1% hold, it represented the all-time all high for DraftKings since launching in New York. Wow, good for them. That, that meltdown by the Mets and the Yankees had to really help. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's great. Well, have they even, them. But they ha have they even – they haven't graded the futures yet either, though. No, but so when a massive hometown teams like them continue to lose because there was a little bit of hope for the Mets and people were buying it, you know, had friends that bet them to be that best record in July. Mm. Didn't didn't quite happen. <laughs> um, 
Yankees are what they are. So that was probably really good for New York for, for draft. It's also, it's also interesting. It's the first time they handle, uh, since last August, since last August that the handle was below 1 billion. It was 962.1 million. In July, in July, but it was a 20% increase year over year. In July, handle? In handle from July 22 to July 23. What do you think is the lowest month handle of the year? July. See, it's a good thing you're paying attention. <laughs> you you didn't even hesitate. Yeah. It is July. Yeah. And it's not close. Mm-mm. It makes perfect sense. It's the worst month of the year for sports. It's all baseball. July is the worst month of the year for sports. In it's WNBA. The it's the worst month of the year for sports. All-star break. June has the playoffs, has the NBA and, and, and NHL playoffs. The LA Cup, right? August has a lot of fun, has a lot of hype. Futures and whatnot. A, August has a full weekend of college football now. Right, that too, right. So it's July. July is the worst sport, the worst sport of the season. So it would make sense. It's the worst. I hope people let, watch the show and like the show understand how one smart you look and how fast you answered that question. That was really good. Bam. July. (laughs) The big 10 is looking to host the big 10 title game right here in Las Vegas. Are we on BVB bonus time? We are. So we can say whatever the fuck we want right now. Correct. Man. Oh man. I was excited by this. I was like, are you kidding me? I want to go to that game in Indianapolis so bad. If Penn State's making it this year, I think I'm going. You should go. Unless we're overwhelmed. There's no flipping way Penn State is in the Big Ten telegame. Oh, what the fuck? What the? What? <laughs> what are you talking happened. about? It didn't happen. I'm sorry. It didn't happen. Whoa. Whoa. I like your team. We beat Michigan. You're not beating Michigan. You're not beating Michigan. That's my point. Playing Penn State at Beaver Stadium for a whiteout. What are you talking? We can win that game. You can, but you won't. Oh my God. You do a lot I of things in life you in can do, but you can't do. <laughs> I've told you this five times this summer. Not Penn State's not you beating. You say it. Well, that's your problem. That's not my fault. <laughs> I've been saying it over and over again. Penn State is not beating Michigan. Michigan is running the table. Wait. I can't wait for that game. And I'm cursing it because everyone is saying that now, and I'm pissed off. What? Saying Every, what? Everyone's saying the same thing about Michigan. Oh, what are they saying? They're going undefeated. They're winning the national championship. It's it's this broken record that will stay broken. Keep gonna, saying it. I'm going to be dead wrong. I'm going to be dead no, wrong. No, 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 no. You're going to be right. No, I hope I'm right, Say. but I'm going to be dead wrong. Be, the, the handicap is sound. The prediction is going to be wrong. <laughs> Sucks. But I'm on you, too. I'm on your team. Win total over. Over. Over nine and a half for Penn over. State. So yeah. I'm I'm good. I'm I'm on Michigan to win the national championship at nine to one. I'm on over wins for Michigan for, for Penn State. You'll lose two games all year. That's it. You're not losing to Iowa. Well, we talked about it. I kind of said it jokingly that now that the Big Ten is a big 20 almost in a coast-to-coast right. conference, that they should alternate two sites for the Big Ten championship, do it in Indianapolis, keep it there. It always draws good, and there's teams in the Midwest that will actually make it at some point, especially that other division. But they could do it in Vegas, too, for the West Coast schools. And going to the Big Ten Championship game in Las Vegas would be a hell of a lot of fun. It could happen. 
this year, but not the game being here, but the game can't be here this year, right? Like th- that's not for this year. That's for next year. No, 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 no. It, it's it's when the contract runs out in Indy. Oh, I think it's like 25 and beyond. Oh, I thought it was next. No, year. no, 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 no. It's, it's, I, I think they're locked into Indianapolis through the 25 season. Oh, it's in the future. It's way after the, it's way after the expansion happens. The realignment happens. If Penn State gets to the Big Ten Championship in Indianapolis, I think we're going and we're doing the show there. Done. And all the people from Indiana and the surrounding area will have to come. We'll have to do a we'll have to do a road show for the Indiana crew. We just added one again over the weekend, Mr. Freeze. As long as I'm going to St. Elmo's, I'm I'm 100 I'm in. Have you been? Multiple times. Okay. It's it, it's it's the place. It's the must. Yes, if you like horseradish, it's kind of close to heaven. I've never heard, never saw that one coming. Like, <laughs> what, what, what in the hell was that even mean? It's that good. Do you like horseradish? I do, but like, I mean, what would never occur to me to go to a place because of the horseradish? It's what they put. They put f- the freshest horseradish. Oh, it's just got announced. It's not heading to Vegas. Tyler just said they canceled the Big Ten. It's not going to Vegas. Looks like they they're not doing that. I still think there's a possibility, though. I I I, regardless, it's in the future. I think it's being floated out there to see what the because I think there would be some serious pushback from Big Ten schools. Oh, without a doubt, a lot of big. Why do they use Vegas for everything? We're gonna move a baseball team where to Vegas? Oh. Hold on. I think they oh, will do it. We're going to move a championship game, the no. Big Ten championship. Yeah. Why would you but think move? about we're this. We're going to move it to Vegas. But think about this for a second. If you are Penn State, right? Yes. And you're like, okay, we want to play in this thing consistently. We think we can play in this thing consistently. And then you're going to put it on the West Coast because you're going to allow the four schools that are joining to have shorter travel to the Big Ten title game. Yeah, no way. That's that's why this this got floated. This is being shot down. It's it's happening. Okay, they're thinking about it. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but the negotiation is happening. It's in the Las Vegas Review, Review Journal article today that the folks who run Allegiant Stadium have been contacted by the Big Ten. They are having conversations about what it would look like, what it would cost, when they would do it. So maybe it's not immediate, but the conversations are happening right now as to it's as to it's going on. But back to St. Elmo's, they have the best shrimp cocktail sauce on the planet. Wow, you don't really say that about like things on the that, planet. It is, it on is the planet. If you like horseradish, it yeah. is, uh, it is like a godly experience to eat their horseradish fresh there. Really, it cleans out your entire soul, your head, your sinuses, everything, your body cavity, everything. It just goes, everything's out. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's so, it is so good. It is, but it's so spicy. Pretty good sound effect. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable. So, as long as we're going there, I'm getting on a plane going to Indy. All right, we'll go there too. We'll do it. Uh, our friend SoCal DGen gave us a pretty interesting stat that I thought I'd throw out there today because yes. if you're looking for a bet today, the over is 13 and 0 this season. When the first game of a series for the Astros falls on a Monday, the under is 19 and six. That's 76% this season. When the first game of the series falls on any other day. 
Wow. Why would that be? Offense get a chance to see pitchers. They don't know the Ori- the, the Astros lineup. Astros play the Marlins today who can't score. Who did score nine last night against the Yankees, though. Minus 140. To the over? 125. No, eight under. Yeah. Valdez, it's Robert, and Garrett. Yeah. It's the Marlins. They can't score. But I'd still bet the over. I think I would, too. Astros might score seven themselves. Against Garrett, right? Yeah. So is that your watch again? Tell her your show's almost over. <laughs> no, it's it's Tyler texting us about the Big Ten title game. Oh, really? Yeah. Just sending us sending us pictures. Big Ten's having a whole flip out over it. Like, like I thought like I said we they were going, going to text. They're all they're talk all talk to Tyler via text. Okay. <laughs> Hold on time for better to book it. Better to book at time Rangers today against the angels max on the mound. So I don't like the total, but the Rangers are one of the best teams at home in all of baseball. Total is four and a half in this game. Deuce to the five. Oh, no, no, this is team total total for the game. The average six runs per game at home. Sandoval has been okay, but the bullpen sucks for the angels. (laughs) Sucks. Yeah. Just get me to the bullpen. Bro, man. Four and a half, and we got to lay 30? Yep. What are you doing? Me five runs. Like this. I, I don't like this. I got really? to book this. Yeah, this is gonna this is gonna fall four. Nah. This is too expensive. The Minus average six the average six runs a game. Sandoval is going to give up three. The bullpen is going to give up three. They're going to score six. Your scenario would get you to the window. That's good. And to the under still because Max gives up one. See, I like the under in a game. That's six one I'm final. Good. Yeah. That's probably four two. I, I'd have to say book this. It ain't personal. It's fine. It's all good. We had success. We had success with 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 a couple of these me going against you and these things recently. That's fine. We do it every day. We're not on the same. Sometimes we're on the same. Sometimes we're opposite. That's the show. Yeah, it's called right above my head. Boston versus the book. <laughs> it's right there. Boston versus the book. Bostonian, but yes, close. Enough. Bostonian. It's at Boston <laughs> versus the book on the YouTube and yeah. on the Twitter. Close enough. Yankees run line against the Braves. Schmidt has won seven of eight starts for the Yankees. He's been their best, most consistent pitcher. Yankees run line versus the Braves. Freed has not been great. Stealth mode play here. I like this. After last night. You ain't supposed to bet this. I'm surprised this popped up. Why this am I not good. supposed? Why am I not supposed to bet this? Who in the hell wants the Yankees today after yesterday? Because it doesn't matter. Because baseball is not about yesterday; it's about today. And Schmidt is really good. I know. It's so sometimes you give me stats about yesterday, though. For today, true. it happens all the time. True, but that's a good point. I, I think this will be, this will be a huge need for a lot of books today. Yankees to win. Yankees to cover. Yankees at all. And they're plus one ninety on the money I'm line. Okay that, that's like yeah. you know, a minus one ten. Give me a run and a half. They can lose five four, and we're good. This is a good play. Bet this one. There we go. 
That's it. I got going. Just two bets for today. That's it? Yep. That's all you got? It's Monday. We're going light. Favorite thing about today is what? I got basketball tomorrow. Big WNBA. We should go to Tuesday, Wednesday. We should go. One of the, one of those games, by the way. They play back to back? It's a commis- commissioner's cup. Both against, really? New York, against New York. Oh, I offered to take everybody yesterday on Sunday. No one in the house could go or wanted to go. Oh, Tuesday, Wednesday. Big. Okay. Two, two big games. What time are the games? Seven. Hello. All right. Maybe we'll do that. That'll be good. Um, favorite thing about today, I flipped to the Porsche, uh, one of which I got and one of which you got from our friend Gio. I uh, dropped them off along with some other merch and things that uh, we'll surprise you with maybe tomorrow on the air. Um, had a great weekend meeting people who came here, signed up for the contest, met us, participate in the chat, participate listening to the show, um, and shared their stories of how they found us shared their stories of why they keep showing up. Um, you know, Mr. Freeze, <laughs> Ryan, um, he said, you know, I found you on show 90. We're on 401 now. He said, and I listen every day. So cool. And he did the hard 75 because you did the hard 75. That's the second person this week. A guy finished the hard 75 yesterday. Sent me yeah. a note. So I finished the hard 75 yesterday. Got him Sean. Yeah. So I finished the hard 75 yesterday because of what you did. I was like, what the? Yeah. This is phenomenal, guys. I love this. Let's go. I, I it's it's so fun to hear the stories. Um, you know, Ryan lost 40 pounds, 45 pounds. He's still going. He said, I'm not done. Great. You know, he's always gonna be close to 40. Or he's going to be 40 next year and said, I yeah. needed to change my life. Any if you need any motivational pushes, let me know. DM me and we'll, t- we'll, we'll, we'll give you some, some, yeah. some pushes, some help. It was just, support. it was, it was great hearing and listening to the stories. And, um, and again, if you didn't hear the shout at the beginning, I went and watched Gio's kids play hmm. basketball. The VFW Mambas won their tournament. I watched the 10 year olds and 10 and unders play That's basketball. Awesome. They were cutting backdoor cuts. Ooh. Like they were playing basketball, bro. Like it was so I was, I just kept turning to him going, is this normal? He's like, yeah, the team's pretty good. And uh, I was joking with him. You're 15 point favorites tomorrow. And I haven't even seen the opponent. <laughs> like we were just, you know, talking, but we got to spend some quality time together. Bat bash weekend, all of it. And it was like, okay, now what? Now, now we go. Circa. Now, now we go. Then Circa. I mean, it's it's. <laughs> then Labor Day. We, we I got, mean, it's we got, now what? We got like, people coming to town this week. And again, the live show is the 24th and the 25th, right? Thursday and Friday. Correct. And 11 to 1. 11 to 1 ish. 11 to 1 ish live Pacific from time. the Circa. Yeah. Um, it won't be know. nearly as nutty as last time, just FYI. Unless somehow who comes. Unless somehow we get girls in bikinis to come on by. I don't know if that's gonna happen again. <laughs> you know, that, 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 was that a was, big hit. That was a that was a that was a very popular show. It was a big hit. <laughs> it's a very the last pop- favorite thing about today is did you see the pirate uniforms they wore yesterday? The homestead grace. I did not. 
highly inspired by it. They wore the Homestead Grays uniforms, the whites. I have the the blue, but it matches the hat. That's why I wore it today because oh, I okay. saw it yesterday and I was like, you know nice. what? I have that jersey. I'm going to wear that for the show. Take it away. What do you got? Uh, no, I mean, nothing too crazy, but I, I just I think it was a lot of fun to be around uh, the people that we were around all that all over the weekend and heading into May into into the you know Monday in in football. It was nice to just catch up with a lot of people that we hadn't seen in a while and just yes. talk about what they were doing and just hanging out and just you know breaking bread or seeing our friends from Wager Wire or you know seeing just different people who who were around who were in town and you know the the community the sports betting community is growing and it's changing and it's you know it's it's becoming a lot more of a, um, I don't know what the word is. I think it's, it's nice to see the different, the differences inside of, we're not just looking, it's not just old white guys anymore. How about that? It's, it's we're, we're changing. A lot of young people are coming in different parts of the world, different parts of the country yeah. who are coming in and you can learn. And I just love learning different things from them about how they're doing it, how they're seeing things and you know, the way that they are approaching this football season and just kind of saying, you know, what are you guys up to and what do you think this is going to, what this is going to look like? And just learning a lot because I think that the show, our show has, has done a very good job. Thanks to the brigade and everything else that it's well known now. Like this is not just like <laughs> a little show. Like this is not I just, I can't believe I didn't wear a BVB hat up on that panel. It's all right. I mean, that panel picture was retweeted nice. and you know, got 300,000 impressions. That would have been a good thing to have the BVB hat on. Yeah, it's okay. I wore it for it. So it's, it's, it's all good. But I mean, it, it's fun to see that people just walk up to us, start talking about the show. Just like the first thing that, that they say, it's a very first, it's like, what's going on in BVB? What's this? What's that? It's, just, it's, it's cool that, you know, either they watch the show live or they see the show on replay or they see the show on clips or they listen to the audio, which is all very, very cool. So, that's thanks to you guys as much as it's yes. ours. It's also yours. So you should know that take some pride in that, in that, in that room of rooms of all the big sharp people, the minds of the gambling world, the show had a presence and it was pretty cool. I, I really, I really enjoyed it a lot. Amen. So, tomorrow back live, same place, same time, like subscribe, leave a review, all the good stuff. We will be back for a Tuesday I'm sure it's going to be a very interesting week for BVB. Hope to see you guys there. Oh, wait. Tell it tomorrow. I will. Tell the ring story tomorrow. I will. Because it's worth it. We'll do the ring story story tomorrow. Talk to you on Tuesday.